0: Hello, and welcome to the Waffle Zone. I'm your host, Uncle Steve, and this is where we waffle on about what we've listened to with music, podcasts. We just randomly waffle on about things, and we thank people for their audience participation. And joining me to waffle is somebody that I don't generally have on two weeks in a row, but this is a very special week. So let me introduce to you somebody who's going to also tell you what this special week is. All the way on the other side of the globe, in Perth, Australia, I have the official historian, translator, and um,
1: administrator
0: administrator of the podcast. <laughs> I have Kirsty. Kirsty, thank you for being here.
1: It was a pleasure. How are you going?
0: I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. So I know people are probably dying to know. I mean, if they saw what you posted on Twitter, uh, this is Sunday. If they saw it a few minutes ago, what I saw, or maybe a couple hours ago, they'll know why you're here. Tell them why you're here.
1: Yeah, because um, this episode's coming out on Tuesday. So it's the Waffle Zone normally. But on Tuesday, it is Pancake Day, which is, you know, the day before Lent starts. So and um, it's more convenient for me to cook the pancakes on a sunday sure so i've i started a couple of days early so i called it pancake week
0: but there you really go. it's
1: just really it's just tuesday
0: oh okay okay should i've said welcome to the pancake zone today
1: <laughs> pancake zone <laughs> yeah, as long as we
0: we'd be careful with that <laughs> we can not we'll... no
1: we'll we'll just waffle on as usual
0: yes yeah exactly exactly <laughs> Now, now I remember how we got to that old conversation because that was, we were like talking about, okay, yeah, never mind. Okay. All right, so uh, <laughs> you told me that you listened to some music this week, right? I did. What'd you listen to? Um,
1: I'm still listening to the Iron Maiden albums in order.
0: Okay.
1: I'm still really enjoying it. So I was up to peace of mind last time I spoke to you last week. Um, so this week I've obviously listened to Power Slave, which I hadn't listened to for ages, and that was a real treat. Yeah. Um, Somewhere in time. And Seventh Son. And I'm I'm really loving this era. I kind of don't want to move on. So maybe I'll just stick around in the 80s a bit and do live after death and the, some of the B-sides like Reach Out and things like that. There you go. I've just got something to say about that, though, that's a bit you won't like. Um, I got to one song this week and I half wanted to skip it. And it was the first song since I started at the beginning that I didn't actually feel like listening to.
0: Was it on Peace of Mind? No somewhere in time yep was it do 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 do
1: you think wouldn't you
0: (laughs) it wasn't (laughs) no oh oh uh i'm gonna guess here because i think uh the loneliness of the long distance runner
1: yes that's the one i was like oh i don't know i feel like skipping it but i didn't skip it it was okay when i got going but
0: yeah it's that's an interesting one, because you kind of can feel it, that way. You know, out of the
1: whole six albums, that's the first time I got to a song that I didn't really feel like. Huh. So hope, that's good.
0: Hope Bruno doesn't hear this.
1: <laughs> I know. There'll be ammunition
0: but, for him. <laughs>
1: uh, it, it could be, but I very much enjoyed Alexander the Great, so there, Bruno.
0: <laughs> and Deja Vu.
1: Yes. So is that last night we were, we were just playing cards, and my husband got a message from his friend for some reason um, that he was listening to Until It Sleeps by Metallica from Load. Okay. So I just thought, I'll just put that on in Spotify. And, and then I just left it to do its thing. So the next song was The Wicker Man by Iron Maiden. Cool. And then we got Wood by Alice in Chains. Yeah. And then Learn to Fly by The Foo Fighters. And then Hunger Strike from Temple of the Dog. And then it came back to Metallica with fade to black. So
0: that's That's a pretty good know, run.
1: Spotify can be good sometimes. Yeah. I think it knows what I like though.
0: Sure. Hunger Strike I remember I remember that being out back in the day and that was all over the radio.
1: Oh yeah. I mean it, it still is here, <laughs> to
0: be honest, but Oh really?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um talking of Spotify, I've just joined this game with some people from Twitter called Music League. Okay. Um A couple of the people you know are playing it as well. So there's 10 of us, and there are different categories. So everyone submits a song according to that category. So this week was songs under three minutes. And then you get a playlist that's got all 10 songs on it to listen to. Interesting. And then you can cast votes, and whoever gets the most votes wins. And then overall at the end of all the rounds. Interesting. You get a winner. Um, I submitted Paranoid by Black Sabbath.
0: That's a good call. Did anyone else be, put a better song than you?
1: Um, Well, there's other stuff. I didn't know most of the other songs, which is what I'm really liking about it. And Someone submitted a song by a band called Trouble. Do you know them?
0: Th- I'm vaguely familiar.
1: It was called Come Touch the Sky. Well, I'd never heard of them, but I really liked it. It's, it's Apparently, they were like doom metal, but yes. on this album, which is called um, Manic Frustration, it's a bit faster and a bit more psychedelic. Okay. It reminded me of Wolf Mother a bit.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: So, yeah, so I played that, uh, Manic Frustration, from 1992 this morning, while I was making pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's me for the week, music-wise. How about okay. you?
0: Uh, me? I listened, uh, you know, last week I had an acronym. Mm-hmm. And this week... I almost have two acronyms and I, I broke them up because last week I had an acronym that was wasp. And this week I also have an acronym that is wasp, but all four letters are different bands this week. Ooh. <laughs> Cause I was like, I want to do it that way. I don't want to do it to where it's uh, you know, any of the same bands. And so I listened, here's my WASP acronym this week. I listened to the W is the brand new album by a band that me and Vanessa are going to see and Sarah. Sarah's going to. We're going to go see them about a month from today. We're going to see the Winery Dogs. Uh, So I listened to their new album. It's just titled Three. That's the W in my acronym. I next listened to uh, Alice Cooper. That's the A in my WASP acronym. I listened to two albums by Alice Cooper. Uh, I listened to "Hey Stupid."
1: Did you listen to that last week? Oh, no, you didn't. No, you just picked. You just picked a song from it from your
0: yeah, yeah, Valentine's. yeah, yep. yeah. That was kind of sorry. What... Carry on. <laughs> you know, I, I want to do. I do want to mention this too because last week I listened to Anthrax and I. Forgot to mention one album that I did listen to that I that deserves mention. It's the last album they did with John Bush. It's it's a re-recording of a lot of Joey Belladonna songs and their and some songs off their first album with the other singer, Neil Turbin. It's called The Greater of Two Evils, and it is amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I, I remember when it, when I first heard it thinking, oh man, there's no, or when I first was going to listen and I saw what it was, I was like, oh man, this isn't going to be good because there's no way John Bush is going to be able to sing some of these Joey songs really good. And he just, he knocks them out of the park. I and mean, there's a few spots where, you know, he doesn't go for the super incredibly high note. He just does it a little bit differently or he'll change a word here or there, like, Mainly he'll it'll be a part where he'll just change a word to an f word and it it gives it a whole lot more uh, intensity. <laughs> so plus his voice is more intense. But yeah, I forgot to mention that last week. But man, that's fantastic. If someone's never heard it, it's well worth checking out. Uh, let's see, but but okay, Alice Cooper. I listened to Hey Stupid and I listened to another album, which I think is my favorite Alice Cooper album. It's called Dada. It's an album that he put out in nineteen eighty two he the story goes that he has no recollection of recording it at all. He says that was he calls it his blackout period. It was about from about eighty to eighty two where he recorded three albums I believe it was three zipper catches skin special forces da da there might be one actually I think there is one other one i that I can't think of right now. And he says that he was, cause he was like on cocaine, like to such this weird level and, and alcohol that he just doesn't remember it at all. So, um but that album, like a couple of the albums are like, they're these, they're these, uh they almost sound like new wave albums. Some of them do, but Dada was just like a complete, nothing like those albums. It was just like this really cool album that there's a story in there somewhere but you're not really a hundred percent sure what the whole story is. You have to piece it together yourself a little bit because Alice Cooper is like, I, I don't remember recording it. And he said, he even has said though, that's his scariest album he's ever recorded. He said, cause I don't even know what it's about. And yeah,
1: well, I guess he wouldn't, would he?
0: Yeah. But he
1: maybe didn't fully know what it was about at the time.
0: Yeah. He, yeah, he probably know what, yeah, exactly.
1: Probably thought he did, but
0: sure. But it, it it makes sense. I mean, you listen to a lot of it, and I mean, it you feel like you could piece the songs together. They're all about people, and it none of the it's nothing like it's so bizarre that you're like, God, this just doesn't make any sense at all. It's not like that. Mm-hmm. But um, one of my absolute favorite songs, I think probably my favorite Alice Cooper song is on that album. It's called "Pass the Gun Around," and it's a it's a song about a guy being an alcoholic and waking up in a hotel room. Someone's banging on the door. There's a girl in there with him. He doesn't know who she is, and he's just talking about. You know, there's one line in the song where he says, "I've had so many blackout nights before. I don't think I can take this anymore." And it's just a song about the the bottle is um, like the bullets. You know, give you know, pass the gun around, give everyone a shot, give everyone a shot. You know, it's it's a really and it's got an amazing, amazing guitar solo in it. So, uh, and and on, yeah, I'm going on here. Waffling a bit, but on that note,
1: yeah, I know i know but I know you really love that song,
0: yeah, well, I like the album there's a there's a there's a a, there's a podcast that I mentioned from time to time it's uh, the decibel Geek podcast, and years ago they interviewed the main there's there's three main contributors on that album as far as writers there was Alice Cooper who if he remembers anything, won't say anything i I kind of tend to think that how could a person just not remember a year? A full year of their life. I, it, it seems bizarre to me if it's Yeah,
1: but I've heard of other people saying something similar, so.
0: Yeah, I, for whatever it is, Alice Cooper just there's you're getting nothing from him. He he can't talk mm. about when we recorded it, the time, anything. Um, because the because the way I, the story I've heard is he was f- free basing cocaine, which I think means smoking it. And uh okay, that, I'm
1: not a drug expert.
0: Yeah, which they they say is really bad. Really, really like like just snorting mm. snort it or whatever's bad, but Free Basin is even worse is what I hear. I've read little bits about that. But anyway, the, the, the guitar player, Dick Wagner, that played on that album did an interview, and the other contributor was Bob Ezrin, who was the producer who co-wrote a lot of it. But Dick Wagner did an interview with the Decibel Geek podcast and they did this thing. They do it from time to time. It's called Albums Unleashed, where they'll get somebody who participated in the making of an album, whether it's a producer, guitar player, singer, whatever. And they'll go through the album song by song and, and ask questions and have the guy just, you know, embellish anything he can remember, tell stories. They had this guy on and he did this. They did this album and he told the story about it and just all the different songs and. It's, it was amazing to hear it because this is such an underrated, like an album. You never even like, I never even heard of it until I heard about it. And I was like, Oh, what's this? I've never heard this album before. And I listened to it. and I was like, wow, I really liked it. And so it's just, it's one that's just swept under the rug by Al and especially by Alice Cooper. It's the only album he's in his catalog. He's never played anything off of. I think if I'm not mistaken, he's never played anything the closest I've ever heard is being at his concert and the intro part of his concert where they're just playing a bunch of random bits of songs. Oh you, yeah. you, you hear a little piece of the very intro of the album, which is just a little kid going, da da And uh it's it's um you know what? Now I'm gonna play that little da da thing so you'll know what it sounds like just for a second here. But this is this is all I've ever heard at one of his uh no, I didn't do it loud enough. No. That's how it starts out. And the album, it's it's, it's just... Creepy. A, it's very creepy. There's like like a four-minute little thing with the music, and there's a dialogue going on about a guy, and he's talking to a psychologist or a psychiatrist, and there's one bit where he says, uh, tell me about your son. And he goes, my son. yeah, He takes care of me. You know, he takes... She she takes good care of me. He he switches to talking about his son to saying from he to she, and he just goes. I have a daughter too, and the guy goes, "You don't have a daughter." He goes, "I have a daughter." He goes, and then he's just like later, and he starts going, "My son," like you can tell he's just in this bizarro world. The guy in his in his head or whatever it's, and it's a really creepy thing, you know. And the album, there's just some really interesting things going on all over the place, but man. I'm going on about da da, but man. I love that album. I love it. Yeah, um,
1: I know. Okay, um, wasn't that one of your top five from 1983?
0: Yes, it was. Yeah, on Joey Casada, because Ernie, yep. Ernie liked that. But not is, your number one. It wasn't my number one. It's it's a and that's an album that that I picked up so much later. But man, it's amazing. Yeah, I know. Uh, did, you, are you trying to get me to get Dino riled up here because it wasn't my. I'm no, just
1: just just trying to bring up the fact that you put Motley Crue number one or something.
0: Well, what? What? Go ahead. What was my list? Because Motley uh-huh. Crue was my number one. Shout at the Devil. What was my number two? I know what my was number it? two was.
1: I don't. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I I've think been, Ozzy Osbourne was in there. Uh I think Ozzy was number three or number two. Lick It Up Why Kiss was number two or three. Mm-hmm. Peace of Mind, I think, was number four. <laughs> and or no. Uh, or was it maybe dog it,
1: it was pretty low down that's for sure
0: yeah but you know it's but at least
1: it was in there
0: yeah you know now maybe if i went back to a day when dinosaurs ruled the earth i might have raked it higher i don't know who knows <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah that was a i love i do really like that album it's it's a really really just it's just so, he has so many different flavors on his albums you know and that's just it's just like, it's just when I, when I heard their podcast about it, like when I saw that they did that, I, I had never read anything anywhere about that album. I'd never heard anyone ever talk about it. So it was a may, you know, it's like when you listen to a podcast and someone starts talking about something you've never heard anyone else talk about. And you're like, Oh my God, someone else likes this. And that's how I felt. Yeah. I was actually texting uh, the, the host the other night. I was, you know, I just texted him and I just said, I had found a cover version of pass the gun around that I'd never heard. And I sent it to him and I said, man, I know you've probably heard this before. And he goes, yeah, yeah. And I just was chatting back and forth about his, that that one particular episode, because they were going to do another episode on an album called um, from the inside, which was Alice Cooper getting off drugs before, you know, back then they'd put people in a mental institution to get off drugs. They didn't have like Betty Ford clinics and, you know, so he's in this place and he wrote an album about all the people he met in the basically in the loony bin and um what was so anyway Dick Wagner played on that album and this guy Chris had talked to him and said, "Hey, I'd love to do another one of these th- series with you on that album." And he agreed to do it. He was going he, but he was in the hospital, he was sick. And he got out of the hospital, he died a couple of days later. So he just I, Cause I asked him, I said, weren't you going to do from the inside as well? And he goes, yeah, I talked to him. He agreed to do it. He got out of the hospital and you know, a couple days after I spoke to him, he passed away.
1: Wow. God, yeah. it's
0: so It sucks too. Cause it's like, it's sad that he died, but it's like, yeah. it's, it's, you want to hear about some of these old albums that you just don't hear about. And that time for Alice Cooper, especially, like I said, that blackout period is just, you don't hear anything about it. So anyway, let me, uh, we quit, we quit. Well, I'm allowed to waffle a little bit, right? In the pancake zone this week.
1: <laughs> yes, you are. That's what this is for.
0: <laughs> okay. So I have, like I said, I had the winery dogs for my W, the a- Alice Cooper for A.
1: Oh my God. We're only on A. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, my uh, S was um, S-O-D and it's an album called Speak English or Die. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I I wanted something heavy but lighthearted, and that definitely fits the bill. Uh, I had, And then the next one was the exact same band name except one letter off. My P was P-O-D, and I listened to an album by them. It's probably my favorite album by them. It's called Murdered Love, which is a really good one. And then, <laughs> uh, okay, that's my acronym. That's my WASP. You know, I was out of town and I had I had a decent amount of time to listen to music, but I didn't. I had a rough week because we were driving through mountains and snow. So I didn't get to listen as much as I wanted because I had to focus a lot. Um, But on top of listening to the acronym WASP with those four bands, I also listened to the band WASP. (laughs) Um, And this is after I had already completed my acronym because I was like, I can't listen to it without, you know, I don't want that to be part of it. So I listened to their newest album called Golgotha. And it's okay. It's not my favorite, but there's one song on this album that I, I, I told my wife, you know, I said, if you listened to that song, you would cry your eyes out. I know you would. Um, and it's about, it's, it's about losing somebody, right? Like someone passing away. And the song is just called miss you. I'm saying this. If, if, if anyone wants a good crying session, You know, if you've lost somebody, it's just, it's him. It's the song was, it it was on that re-idolized album where he redid the Crimson Idol. So it's about, it's about his brother dying in a car accident, you know, which is supposedly the story, but it came out on this album first. So maybe he, you know, had it back then and he just thought I'm never going to put that out. This song is great. I need to put it out and he put it out and then he read, but man, I'm, it's like, it just like the, the, He's got a very, um, he evokes a lot of emotion in his voice. And and when he just keeps singing over and over, Oh God, I miss you. You can hear it in his voice. And it's, it's just, it's very powerful. Like I haven't lost anybody. Like we, you know, we talked about on the uh, Patreon thing. I haven't really lost anyone super close to me. So I can't even imagine like losing one of you know, someone really close to me and then hearing that song. Like I was, I was literally had tears coming out of my eyes without feeling that way. I think I was thinking about the way my wife feels probably losing her mom. Sure. And it was, but I mean, it's powerful. I'd say for anyone, if you don't even go listen to to that whole album, go look up the album Golgotha and just listen to the song Miss You. Man, it's amazing. Amazing song. Um, uh, As I told you a little earlier. I listened to a little bit of ACDC. So I was going to almost try. I thought I wondered if I'm going to do another Wasp, two Wasp acronyms here. Um, So I had a W and an A. So I listened to uh, Power Age, uh, which is a fantastic album. Um, And I listened to uh, Highway to Hell, as I told you earlier uh, about uh, driving around and me and the dude were listening to Highway to Hell. And uh, I never got to the, the only way this would be an acronym is if you count, uh, if you count the Colt. As a T, you could say I listen to Watt, (laughs) or if you just say Colt, it could be Whack. I almost listened to Kiss. I was like W A C K, (laughs) whack somebody on the head. But that requires an H. (laughs) I should have. Yeah, Yeah. but (laughs) that's uh,
1: not how you spell it, though.
0: Right, it's W H A C K. So yeah, I would have had to listen to. uh, I don't know what else I would. Halford. I would have to listen to Halford. So. But I listened to the Colt. I listened to three albums by the Colt. Um, I started out with their self-titled album, which, uh, you know, the cult well enough. I think you probably familiar enough with that bizarre album they put out, um, in 1994, right?
1: Yeah. fairly familiar. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's, there's about four or five songs on there that I think are just absolutely amazing songs. And there's some that I think are decent. And then there's a couple that I just don't really care for, but I listened to the whole album and, um, Oh man. So good. So good. Uh, for about, for some of it. And, uh, then I listened to, I went from that and then I went all the way back to love, which is a great album. I really, really liked that one a lot. Some good stuff there. And then I went from there after listening to love, I, I went all the way from what I consider their first album to their most recent one. I listened to under the midnight sun and really enjoyed all three of those, uh, I love the yes, cold.
1: I'm, I'm really liking a new album too.
0: Yeah. Other than their Crosby, Stills, and Nash ripoff <laughs> bit. Oh,
1: that's okay. They br- <laughs> Yeah,
0: they, <laughs> they made it their own. Off
1: before, as long as it sounds all right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's, it, you- it's
1: not too Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I don't think you could say it was.
0: It wasn't Start Me Up by Blake the Rolling Stones. <laughs> and it's, not that was- like,
1: it's not like Nomad style ripoff.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty. Oh, you know what was funny? Uh, I got I got to mm-hmm. say this. this is, I, I forgot to tell you this earlier, so this is a. Um, when I talked to Andrew yesterday, we did a, a FaceTime call, and he was wearing a Trooper beer shirt from the brewery. I guess in Melbourne, the, it's called Nomad. Oh yes, it is. And I said, I thought he was wearing it because Nomad was a, a, fla- a flavor, like you know how they have Sun and Steel mm. and w- whatever their flavors are. So I thought he, that was a flavor. I said, "You know, you know what I heard about that flavor of beer." <laughs> he goes, "What?" I go, "I heard it tastes a lot like the Beckett beer." <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, this is the brewery." I go, "Oh, well then everything I, I tastes." I wonder
1: if they chose the brewery because it's called Nomad, or if it's a happy coincidence.
0: He said it was a coincidence, is what Andrew, but, um, Andrew but said. But I tell you what,
1: the, the Air Trooper, um, is i remember they've done like a ipa mm-hmm. for australians and um i really like that
0: good good that's cool yeah but i just it made me like i was like cuz as soon as i saw it i was like what's your cuz i said hey what's your shirt cuz i mean you know i love a matter of life and death and i love all these albums and uh you know brave new world and i was like no man it's got to be what's the, what is this kind of shirt you're wearing and I, as soon as he stood up i could see the trooper oh okay so it's a beer shirt okay but mm. then, as soon as I realized it was beer, I was like, "Okay, now I have to make a joke about." Immediately in my mind, I'm going, "What was the name of that band? What was the name of that band that they stole from? What was the name of that band?" <laughs> yeah. So yeah, once I remembered Beckett, I was like, "Oh, you know what I heard about that, Andrew?" And he was like, "What?" And I said, and "He just he got a good laugh." Vanessa laughed. Vanessa Vanessa laughed a lot too, and I just said, "You don't even know what we're talking about." <laughs> she got tired of me saying that probably too. So
1: yes, probably. <laughs> okay, yeah
0: <laughs> okay so that 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 um is all of the music i listen to i, I it is a good it's a good it's a good week of listening to stuff so so podcast kirsty um did you get to listen to any podcasts last week
1: oh not much i really only listened to wayne's iron maiden podcast this week oh wow okay he covered judgment of heaven mm-hmm. and he covered the subject matter in a really sensitive and thoughtful way because as you know it's it's um He's kind of talking about depression and suicide. Yeah. Suicidal yeah. thoughts. Um, so when it finished, his episode reviewing the apparition came on. Okay. So I just let it go, and I ended up listening to that whole thing again, and I really enjoyed that. And um, otherwise, I just listened to one of your Patreon episodes, okay. and that, that's me, podcast for the week.
0: When you listened to the apparition episode, did it make you want to go listen to Fear of the Dark?
1: No. <laughs> I, I know I've got that because I'm listening to the albums in order. Yeah. But I'm, I'm thinking I might give myself a little treat and skip that one.
0: Did you start from the beginning? Yes. Okay. Okay. Because I know when I did it, I did, I started from the beginning and I, when I made it to the end, then I started from the end and worked my way backwards. So, yeah. So, okay.
1: Do you think I'm allowed to skip Fear of the Dark or shall I do it properly? Uh,
0: you know what? It's it's just you listening to albums. It's up to you. I think you've heard Fear of the Dark enough times. Um you've been punished enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean there's there's probably only three songs I'd want to hear.
0: Think of I mean, here let me let me go a little deeper into this. You hmm. and I both, but we're just talking about you here, so you heard From Here to Eternity at a real concert by Iron Maiden. I you, did. You've suffered. You've suffered enough. thank you (laughs) and there's probably other out there's probably a couple other songs they played from that album that 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 were you know suffering as well i
1: have seen hooks in you live as well
0: yeah you know when we've really what a
1: time to be a fan (laughs)
0: yeah yeah a lot of times people are going back and you know it was great time to be a fan and you're like yeah it was uh it was a rough time being a fan back then (laughs) so okay so i listened to let's see I listened to a few podcasts. I didn't listen to it as much as I thought I would, because like I said, I, the the week was just not what I thought it was going to be. I just, a lot of, it was a little more, uh, not, I'd say a certain amount of stressfulness in the week, driving a big 18 wheeler in, in, in snow, up and down mountains. It's just, uh. No,
1: I'm glad you turned everything off and concentrated.
0: Yeah. I literally, it was, I was like, okay, I can't, no headphones, No phone calls. I just can't do it. So, okay. So I listened to these podcasts though, during the week, I listened to the same, uh, wimp episode you did the judgment of heaven. And I agree with you. He handled that pretty sensitively. That was good. Um, I listened to Jim Florentine's podcast called awful inspirational quotes, which was really funny. I listened to, um, Jesse's podcast riff wiser. Uh, other than living it on the phone with him during the week, uh, I listened to uh, the Zach Wild pickup fiasco, which was pretty bizarre to hear how that happened. How um, he just basically got a box of stuff that had already been opened and, and, and pickups that were torn apart. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Um, I listened to um, the Chuck Shoot podcast. Uh, and this is a guy I'm not overly familiar with. But um it was Steve Augiery. Do you know who he is? No. He was the replacement singer for Steve Perry in Journey back in the nineties. Okay. And it was a really interesting episode. It was just interesting listening to him talk about it and uh talk about his, you know, personal life and stuff like that. So it was cool. like I said, Chuck does a good he does a good interview. So and then I listened to one other episode because um <clears throat> inspired by you last week. Uh, I don't remember if this was on a private uh, text or something, or if you said this on the waffle zone or what, but, or no, you, I think you might've said this on the actual, uh, cause last week was a Valentine's day thing. We did. We didn't tell, we didn't call it Valentine's day, but that's what it was. And you mentioned that you liked a lot of the songs I was picking better than the ones I did on the old Valentine's day episode. Yes. When, but i went back and looked at both of my valentines you know the valentines days in the past and i had never done a valentines day episode so then i had to really start digging and this was an episode i did just it was around valentines day and it was called cuz you remember there was a time i know nobody else will remember this but you will <laughs> where i did like nine episodes in a row like nine days in a row
1: i do remember that
0: and they were all like it was it wasn't quite that,
1: that was when that was when um, Alejandra said finally when i can skip wasn't
0: it? Yes. And that became a uh, catchphrase. We were
1: all f- struggling to keep up.
0: <laughs> yeah. That became a catchphrase for me and Matt for a while. It still is from time to time. Something will happen and go. Oh, finally when I can skip. <laughs> yeah. Um. So <clears throat> this one was called revelations love edition. Uh, and it came out. If anyone does want to go back and hear it, it came out on February 8th, 2021. Golly, two years ago. And so I decided to listen to it. And uh, I just thought I found it. I was like, let me listen to it. And I'll I'll admit my song choices were all real ballady and a lot of bands that some bands that people probably haven't heard of as much, just lesser known bands. Um, But like I said, I went for all these ballet songs, but I did not remember the way I spoke on the episode. Like I, it, I remembered it. <laughs> you, of course. Well, of course you did. But when it started, I, I can't remember what song it started. Uh, let me let me see what song I played first because it was um, it'll be right here where I listened to stuff recently. Uh, uh, the revelations. Let me see what song starts the episode. I can't remember. Let's see, who. oh, I I just I remember I was using that little bit. Oh, yeah. But um, only official. Okay, now I went on something else accidentally. Um, But when I started talking, I, at first I thought, wow, this is, when did I, man, I really was like, I've come a long way. And then after about two sentences, I was like, oh dear. (laughs) Should I imitate what I did?
1: Yeah, go on then.
0: I'll try. Let's see here. Uh, I, I have a Smith Cotson album in my hands right now. I'm going to pick a song. and What's a good Valentine's Day song? Oh, okay. I got one. Okay. <laughs> see if I can get up into the microphone here. <clears throat> <sighs> and, and and I want to let people keep in mind, the entire episode, this is how I talked. <clears throat> All right. Up, <laughs> up next, going to play you a song about love and love lost. This one comes from someone who obviously doesn't want the other person to go, or maybe they don't want to go, but this one's called, I want to stay by Smith Cotson. <laughs> like I, I was, I, I busted out laughing so many times listening to that. Cause I was just like, I can't believe I did that. (laughs) I just had no recollection of it whatsoever. And it started. And then I was just like, there's sometimes when I just, when I start laughing, but I don't break character ever. I laugh and I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm not very good at doing this kind of stuff. (laughs) Cause I don't know if I had stuff written down. I don't think I wrote stuff down to say, I think I was just kind of going through the catalog of different songs. And cause I remember the reason I turned it on was cause I was like, you had said, I didn't like your song oh, selections. I think bad. I
1: said I hated all your songs.
0: One of them was that Alice Cooper song, the same one, uh, "Loves a Loaded Gun." So, but yeah, I, well, I, I can I, I can understand because they were all just these really ballady songs, and even some of them I was just like, yeah, I wish I would have rather played something else by a lot of those bands. But I just every I just tried to pick everything to sound ballady, like like or the wimpiest song a band made, kind of song that was about love or whatever. And
1: yeah, I'm not here <laughs> for that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. Even, um it was like when I did that episode with Vanessa. And I, one of the songs was that song by Wasp, and it was a ballad. And it didn't really challenge her in any way, the way like the Megadeth and the Anthrax songs and stuff did, because it was just like, oh, it's a. I could hear a song like this on the radio. Even mm-hmm. though I'm like, you're not going to hear one that good, because that's a great song. And I understand the meaning behind it and all that, but she just heard okay. It's just a light tender song. So next time she won't be getting a song like that. So <laughs> <clears throat> if there is a next time, I guess we'll see. Okay. We good luck. Haven't discussed it recently, but I, I thought maybe, you know, a couple, two, three times a year might be an interesting episode to throw out there. So, uh, let's see here. Um, is that all? That's all my podcast. Okay. God, I'm going to speed this up. We're, we're really waffling here. Uh, I'm sure your husband's like, uh, she said an hour. Good Lord.
1: <laughs> yeah, most probably. I think he knows.
0: Yeah, he knows. He, he knows, knows
1: you, you like to waffle. <laughs> and I've and I've started to like to waffle too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the conversion is taking place. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, okay, uh, we'll get into the retweets. The good part is, is there's not a lot, the bad and the good part, is there's not a lot of retweets and queets votes this week. So, the disappointing thing for me really is there's not a que- lot of Queech quotes, because that's my, that's one of my favorite things. I almost wish people wouldn't retweet. I wish they would all Queech quote, because that would make it a, uh, Oh, you know what there? I have a couple that are on my phone because people shared lists. So I, I saved their lists so I could read them. So there's a oh. couple, there's a couple more that I thought that. Okay. So uh, the retweets of, the episode last week, uh, I, I didn't never ask you, and I don't know. You never said it. Either you hated it or you just didn't say. What did you think of the title? I think I called it The Fine Thin Line Between Hate and Love. Well,
1: yes, well, I knew what that was because it's the smith Cotson song. Fine Line Between Hate and Love, mashed up with Thin Line Between Love and Hate by Iron Maiden, so that was pretty clever.
0: Yeah, I thought that was good. Well done, you. It was called the th- the original title – was the thin line between hate and love. Cause I had, I was trying to come up with something. I was like trying to map. I had like hate and love, love and hate the thin line. And I was like, ah, I don't like the way that sounds. And I went, well, the thin li- Hey, what about the thin line between hate and love? It's love and hate. I thought maybe someone will catch that. I knew you would, of course. And then as I was, I think I was texting you and then it, caught, it popped in my head. Or I was thinking, I was like, what about the, the fine? There's a, Cause they say there's a fine line. I was like, Oh, there we go. There's a fine line between hate and love. There we go. Perfect. So, um, so the retweets of that one were by his royal dudeness, Dave in New York, which is still in the USA. Uh, the Scouser, David Laird in Liverpool, England. Ron Kramer in Washington State. Um, the if <laughs> the official detention teacher, Gen Maruyutani in Chiba, Japan, and of course the official translator, historian, and administrator. Eh, she needs no introduction here. And let's see, we've got a few quiet quotes for the episode. Eh, what the heck? Kirsty? you gave one. You said, Steve and I choose our top 11 songs with love in the title, and I end up raving about house music and post-punk, much to his confusion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could just left out the raving. You could have said, I end up raving much to his confusion. And that would have been the same thing. <laughs> I'm confused so, all the time. So, and you did that. I noticed you did that a few days later. You didn't put it out right at first. Cause I, I because figured, it, I think
1: I, I didn't felt, want to get spoilers.
0: Yeah. I thought if I, and I, and I'll tell you the reason I always like everything to be secretive anyway, but I thought if I do an episode and call it a Valentine's day episode, some people are just gonna be like, "Yeah, I don't want to hear that. And I thought, "Yeah, let's keep it a little bit secret and, Let people just check it out. Then the Councillor, the Honorable Councillor, Sir Richard Holmes of the Ulster Ulster Unionist Party in Garva, Northern Ireland, he said. And I don't know what he's talking about. He must have been bringing your list up here because he said a few dodgy songs in here. But we all have come Valentine's Day. And then you brought up, what was there, a band called Dodgy?
1: Yeah, there's a band called Dodgy
0: (laughs) in England.
1: That Um, was funny. So I said, oh, I didn't pick any dodgy songs.
0: <laughs> and you posted an album title. I posted, the, or- yeah,
1: the album cover.
0: Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. And then I got a tweet quote here <clears throat> from Ginn, the the official uh, detention teacher. And he said, some interesting choices here. Shout out to Uncle Steve for choosing one of the greatest songs from the new wave of British heavy metal era. And he gave us his top 11. He said Valentine's Day quotations love song rankings. So he goes like this. Uh, there's some of these I've never heard before. Uh, number eleven, "Love Will Keep Us Alive." I've never heard that by the Scorpions. Uh, another one I've never heard, "Looking for Love" by the Michael Shanker Group. Uh, number nine, great choice. I wish uh, this is one I would have. Con- I should have considered. Hot for Love by Judas Priest. That's a really good song. Um, then there's one called This I Love by Guns N' Roses. I'm assuming that must be on the um, Chinese. On the album
1: we don't listen to.
0: Yeah, the Chinese Democracy yeah. album. <laughs> then there's Hard Love and Man by Deep Purple, <clears throat> which I don't think I've heard. New Love in Town by Europe, which I know I've never heard. Message of Love by Journey, which I don't know that I've heard. When Love and Hate Collide by Def Leppard, which I have never heard. Lovers to the Grave at number three, which obviously that was on my list. I know Mm -hmm. that one. Number two, Kirsty, The Thin Line Between Love and Hate by Iron Maiden. And number one by Ginn is a song by Whitesnake, which has many options. And he chose Love Ain't No Stranger, which I think is a pretty good song. Yeah, we
1: might have to um make a little playlist of Gen's songs and get familiar with them. Yeah. If we get time.
0: Yeah, fat chance of that happening, but <laughs> <laughs> but thank you again. Thank you for putting a list together. That's really cool. I I like when people do that. <clears throat> and uh let's see here. As usual, when we do get a quote from a quote tweet from this person, he's offended or upset or mad at me for something stupid, but I don't think he got onto me too tough onto this one here. The no, official it was
1: Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, he
0: was feeling the love. The official dinosaur of Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden zone, Dean King, and he said, "A fun, timely episode this week that got me to thinking about some amazing songs, and there are so many great rock songs with love in the title." And then he says to me, "Little Lover is your worst though, Steve. It's bluesy." raw <clears throat> and raunchy that's acdc anyway here's my list much love did you didn't happen to go listen to that song did you
1: i didn't listen to it no
0: okay yeah <laughs> good deal good deal okay so um his list goes as follows number 11 i just want to make love to you by fog hat never heard that he's got some he's got a pretty uh eclectic list here too so uh, his number 10 is an excellent song, Sunshine of Your Love by uh, Cream.
1: Oh, yeah. I did consider that one, actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Give Me All Your Lovin' by ZZ Top, which is a good one. Mm, good. Uh, this Love by Pantera, which is a good one. Um, I Used to Love Her, But I Had to Kill Her by Guns N' Roses. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, love. I'm, this is going to be terrible when I say I've never, that I don't know that I've heard this song. Love or Confusion by Jimi Hendrix. Um, yeah,
1: you know what? I really like Jimi Hendrix, and I can't think of it, so okay. don't feel too bad.
0: I don't feel too bad, then. Uh, next up is a, is a, probably one of the best Van Halen songs. <clears throat> Golly, I need a drink. I'm sorry. Hold on here. I sound like I uh, I don't know. A frog. Thank you. <laughs> uh, let's see. Here's number five. Ain't talking about love from Van Halen. Very good. Uh, then his next song is where I think this is where he made some comments toward you and me. Um, uh, he has, do you love me by kiss? Oh, that, remember he started saying something. That's where I told him destroyer was overrated and he got really upset with me.
1: <clears throat> I'm sure he's fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. He gets over it. He gets over it, but he probably had a stiff drink and he was probably near a toilet or sitting in a chair or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> See, um, or he, maybe the toilet was his chair and he had a stiff drink on the toilet. I don't know. Uh, the next one was a, uh, classic. I don't believe in love by Queensryche, which is an amazing song. Um, his number two, also the thin line between love and hate. So him and Ginn had a match. That's the only match him and Ginn had his last song his number 1 was one that you mentioned last week but you didn't put it on your list whole lot of love by led zeppelin and um dean did the uh the uh he did the luxury here of giving us his worst love song do you remember what his worst song was
1: anything by bon jovi
0: pretty much but he gave one he said
1: you, g- you give love a bad name
0: you give love a bad name which I'll be honest, man. I mean, I'm not a Bon Jovi fan, but that's not the worst for me. I mean, it definitely wouldn't. Like, that's not a terrible song. I get it. It's not no, a favorite, it's but a it's pretty good. Yeah. I would never go out of my way to listen to it.
1: I but mean, I might... at the time, at the time when it came out, I would.
0: Would you? Okay. Okay.
1: Oh, yes. I had that album.
0: I never owned a, <laughs> I don't think I've ever, I might've owned one Bon Jovi album once in the 90s. I might have bought one to try because I because I think someone said, "Oh yeah, they changed their sound a lot," and I was like, "Oh cool, maybe I'll like it." And I bought it, and I think I kind of liked the title track. It was called "Keep the Faith." Oh yes, but I don't think I liked anything else on it, and I couldn't. Yeah, that's the. I th- I don't know if I owned yeah, it. Yeah,
1: I think it's <sighs> it's good. It's not god tier, is it? It's not something we're gonna
0: yeah start
1: yeah. reviewing or anything.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely not. There's no, there's no uh, Uncle Steve's Bon Jovi zone coming. I know some people have been concerned about Uncle Steve's Megadeth zone happening. So, um, but yeah, he said, uh, but he gave a reason that "You Give Love a Bad Name" by Bon Jovi was the worst love song, and I feel like it needs to be shared. Quote, because I hate Bon Jovi with all my heart. <laughs> 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 that's perfect. You know, at least he kept his heart in it, you know? So, so, okay. Lastly here, we're going to go through the waffle zone real quick. And, uh, the waffle zone, uh, retweets and quiet I'm sorry. And, uh, we got the usual suspects here. Uh, we got Dave in the USA, his Royal dudeness, uh, the scouser, David Laird. Maybe I should just call everyone by their nicknames. If they have one, uh, his Royal dudeness, the scouser, Uh, Ron in Washington state, um, the official detention teacher of uncle Steve's iron Maiden zone and the official encyclopedia of iron maiden, or more importantly, Sarah's number one fan. Those that's who retweeted it. And we got two tweet quotes for the waffle zone last week. The first one was by you. And it simply said waffle on waffle on. (laughs) And then, Jesse said, "Really digging the waffle zone. Thanks for the kind words. So, of course, uh, <clears throat> he's really he should be maybe really digging in to a waffle, shouldn't he? Yes. Well,
1: obviously digging into a pancake this week.
0: You know what? I'm I'm really uh, I'm really oh okay hungry." Yes, this, waffles are starting to sound good. Pancakes are starting to sound good. I'm going to tell one little funny story about my road trip, and then, and then we'll tell people what they need to do. So, oh, and uh, yeah, as I'm telling the story here. Um, so this week uh, there was one. Uh, we were driving around. Obviously, when you're driving cross country and and things like that, you see things, billboards or whatever. I don't know if they have billboards in Australia. Yes. Okay. They don't have them in Canada. This is the reason I had to say that because when I went into Canada last year, I was like, it was amazing. There's no billboards anywhere. It's it's, it's they just let you see the country instead of, you know, saying, hey, do you want some uh, pancakes? So I saw a big billboard for a, a pancake place over here called International House of Pancakes, and but it just made me want pancakes. And when you go to these truck stops over here. There are, they'll have restaurants in them or, you know, fast food. So they had, a lot of times they'll have McDonald's in them. And I was, I kept telling the guy, I said, man, I hope when it's my turn to swap out that we can stop at, a, at one of these truck stops that has a McDonald's and I'm going to go in there and buy just a little pancake plate because man, I'm craving pancakes. So finally, we were going to stop at a, at a truck stop one time to, to, to trade driving. Cause you know, I drive for 11 or 10 and he drives for 11 or 10 and just we just pull over and we switch out. So I was going to this one and he just goes, look, that one over there has a McDonald's. You can go get your pancakes. And I looked at the clock and it was like 1015. I'm like, oh yes. At my watch. I'm like, it's 1015. Yes. So man, I rifle or pull around there, get parked and we're walking in. It's like 1020. And I'm going, man, they stopped serving breakfast at 1030, man. I'm going to beat this. I'm going to just beat this by the bell. So I walk in and, and I, I go up the, and they have these things, they have little kiosks now where you can just walk up and order your, you don't have to even talk to somebody now. Like they're just almost making it.
1: Oh yeah. We have
0: them too. Yeah. So I walk up and I look at it, but the lunch menu's already on there. And I was like, oh, they've already swapped it over. Cause it's like 1027. I guess I better. So I walked up to the girl and I just said, Hey, Hey, um, y'all serve breakfast till 1030. Right. And she goes, yeah. I said, okay, can I go ahead and order some pancakes? Cause they've already got rid of the, the breakfast menu or she just looks at me and goes. It's 11:30. And then I realized, oh. oh crap, we're in a different time zone. We're on the we're on the East Coast. And I just remember and I looked there I went. I'm sorry. I didn't realize we had changed time zones. <laughs> and I walked out, I was so dejected. <laughs> I walked out there and I saw him and he I just looked at him and I go, "We're on the East Coast. It's already 11:30." And he just goes, "Oh man, I'm sorry." <laughs>
1: Oh, that's a sad story.
0: Oh, it was. It was, it was funny. Yes, it was sad <laughs> when it happened, but I was like, it's. I thought that'll be a funny to- story to tell people, though, so. But anyway, that was my, uh, and we did end up, um, well, here, I'll add this, I'll make, you know, I know people are probably feeling really down right now based on that story. They're probably like, oh, man, well, why? Ad- why end on such a downer? So. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor uncle Steve didn't get his pancakes. If they'd see uncle Steve, they'd know he doesn't need to eat pancakes. But, um, so we, uh, the last stop we made, we got into this town and because we had some major delays in the mountains, they changed up the route we were doing. And they said, Hey, instead of going here, you're going to go straight to your last stop, which put us there like 13 hours early. And when we got there, they basically just said, sorry, you're going to have to wait until it's time for you to go. We, we don't have anything for you that we can give you. So I was sleeping at that time and the guy, he just kind of woke me up. He's like, Hey, Hey, he, he yelled back there. Hey, Hey, you want to, man, we're we're going to be here for a while. I think I'm going to go somewhere and get something to eat. You want to go get something to eat? And I was just kind of like, well, how long? Has, and I said, what time is it? And he goes, it's like five. And he said, they told me to call back at midnight. And I was just like, whoa. So, uh, and he'd already been there just kind of doing nothing for a while because he kept calling every hour. And then they finally just go, look, we're not going to be able to give you anything. You need to call back at midnight. Maybe we'll give you something then. So he's like, I'm going to go get something And I was, I was sleeping though. And I just thought, you know what? We're going to be here all this time. I might as well. Yeah. I said, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll go. So we start driving in the road and he goes, well, wonder what there is to eat. And I start looking and I said, there's an international house of pancakes a mile and a half away, <laughs> so we went and parked in the parking lot. We went inside and had pancakes. <laughs>
1: so, oh, that's brilliant!
0: So I got my pancakes, um, and uh, and then afterwards I went across the street to the uh, salvage store, or whatever they call it. Remember, what, what do you say you called it over there in uh, Australia? Op shop. We went to an op shop. I went there and I bought a whole bunch of DVDs. Um, at they you know like a dollar a piece and uh yep. And so it was a good, it was a good little run. Then we went back over to the place and I went back to sleep. So that's the end of my story. So it doesn't end there, but that's where I'm ending it. So, so I wanted to add one last thing here is this week's episode. If you're listening to this first, you've already seen the title and all that good stuff. But this week I am interviewing Sarah's number one fan, um, the Iron Maiden Encyclopedia, the author of Eddie Made Me Do It, The Beast Arises, 1973 to 1983. My friend, uh, Luis Mariano Rodriguez, we have a great talk. He tells stories that are not in the book and he embellishes some of the stories that are in the book, tells behind the scenes thing. It's a really, really, really cool thing. I think, uh, did you hear this on Patreon, Kirsty? Did I put this on Patreon?
1: Um, no, I've just, um, I've heard some chat with him, but I haven't listened to the interview. Okay. So I'm looking forward to that.
0: Okay. It's really good, but it's, uh, looking forward to it and, and included in the show notes. If I don't know if people look at them, but if you hear the interview and you're like, holy crap, there's so much good stuff there. I need to get this book. I think it's out in paperback now as well as hardback, but I have a link in the show notes that you can go down there and click on and it'll take you to a page where you can buy his book. And uh, I have his book. Kirsty yeah, has I his book. I have his book as well. We're both liking it. It's, some yes, it's really cool stuff in there. So you said brilliant. It's brilliant. It's yeah. It's yeah. Uh, and we had it. well you have we have a great chat as you'll see. Lewis has a great personality. He likes to laugh a lot. It's the first time I've talked to him in probably over a year. It was a blast. It was a blast. So go waffle on over and check it out, right, Kirsty? Yeah, right. Tell them what to do. Waffle on. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Waffle on.